0: And we are live today. We've all been waiting for November 8th. The election results should be coming out sometime towards the end of the podcast here in Florida because we actually count votes correctly here already having problems in other states, New Jersey, Arizona and Texas all having problems with their Voting machines, as usual. Look at this. Tommy Hicks tweet. Just to let you know, the red wave has already begun. The, the red wave arrives in Guam. And people like, it's not that big a deal. It is a big deal. First GOP win there in 32 years. Congrats, James. Breaking election 2022 update. Guam has elected Republican James More, Moreland as its next delegate to United States Congress. Has not happened for 32 years. Let's go to the next one. Pick. Uh, From the Gateway Pundit, Ron DeSantis. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blocks A.G. Garland's election monitors from entering Florida. Here's the Gateway Pundit article. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blocked Attorney General Merrick Garland. You have have the federal government trying to intervene in Florida's elections and in other Republican or really strongholds. Actually, it's really more strongholds of of Democrats. Somehow they're wanting to go and guard their polling places in in blue stronghold uh, polling areas. Well, Ron DeSantis says no to that. Florida, they don't have any place. These are state-run elections that have federal impact that's just the way it is federal repercussions but these are all state elections whether it's congressmen whether it's senators whether it's governors got nothing to do with merrick garland well here he goes again hopping down into florida what's he gonna is he gonna raid mar-a-lago again no he's gonna raid polling places Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blocked Attorney General Merrick Garland's election monitors from entering polling locations. Biden's corrupt Justice Department, which couldn't be any more corrupt, with the FBI being nothing more than the Democratic Party's brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo. Biden's corrupt DOJ this week deployed federal goons to harass poll workers in 64 key battleground precincts in 24 states. DeSantis pushed back and told the feds they are not welcome in Miami-Dade. They have no place there. They have no jurisdiction there. They have no authority there. Broward and Palm Beach counties. Earlier today, the Florida Department of State received copies of, this is a letter DeSantis wrote to the DOJ. Earlier today, the Florida Department of State received copies of your letters to Miami-Dade and Broward counties in which you seem to indicate that that the Justice, that the Department of Justice will send monitors inside polling places in these counties. The DeSantis administration wrote in a letter to John Russ, deputy chief and elections coordinator. We understand you sent a similar letter to Palm Beach County, but Department of Justice monitors are not permitted under Florida law. Of course, that has nothing to do with the Biden DOJ, who has no respect for the rule of law permitted under Florida law. They're not allowed to be there department of justice monitors are not permitted under florida law section 102.031 of the florida statutes lists the people who may enter any polling room or polling place department of justice personnel are not included on that list even if they could qualify as law enforcement which of course they aren't under section 102.031 of the florida statutes absent some evidence concerning the need for federal intrusion or some federal statute that preempts Florida law. The presence of federal law enforcement inside polling places would be counterproductive and could potentially undermine confidence. The letter read, according to the Florida Press, this is, of course, this is the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party wants to get rid of states' rights and run everything from the swamp that is D.C. And Ron DeSantis, because it's incredibly corrupt, completely, completely uh tilted not not tilted it's that's not even that's not the right verbiage it, it is completely and totally on the side it's not leaning that way the the DC swamp which includes 99.9 percent of Rhino Republicans completely and totally is leftist leftist I'm talking about globalist leftist not leans left not partially left not center left you'll hear a lot of people come out and say that the country leans center left center right no D, the DC swamp, which Joe Biden received 95% of their vote. 95% of people who voted in DC voted for Joe Biden, which you knows how accurate that is because of course it's another democratic, uh, you know, democratic party vote churning out, uh, you know, based, you know, machine where, you know, you have it, you have it run by all democratic operatives. You know, the, you know, the D.C. mayor, D.C. Metro Police. I mean, it's just it couldn't be any more corrupt. Muriel Bowser, the mayor of D.C., couldn't be any more corrupt. So who knows how, how accurate anything is. But about 95 percent of the vote, that's accurate, by the way, according to the stats that came out, 95 percent of the voters voted for Joe Biden. They want everything coming out of D.C., they want they want to have Merrick Garland sending his stormtroopers down to Broward County, Palm Beach County. It looks like Miami Dade may even break for DeSantis, which I don't know how many decades it will have been. Since Miami Dade broke for a Republican. Who knows? But of course, you gotta have Merrick Garland with his stormtroopers down there, corrupt the DOJ, which is arresting pro life uh, activists that have broken no laws, raiding Mar a Lago, refusing to look into fentanyl, refusing to look into border crimes, refusing to look into a 40% increase. In, in violent felonies, twenty-five percent increase in homicides, refusing to look into the crime that's pouring across the southern border, refusing to actually enforce laws, but making sure that they are raiding Mar-a-Lago and and, and, and by the way, refusing to look in to who is who is committing arson and firebombing uh, pro-life centers, don't doesn't care anything about that, but making sure that they're raiding Mar-a-Lago, arresting pro-life activists, and keeping uh one six uh, protesters under misdemeanor violations they've been in jail by the way now let's look at this they're coming up on two years for misdemeanor violations as they sit in the dc gulag that and of course ever looking to trump up to create white supremacist terrorist crime that doesn't exist that's our fbi and hopefully those that we bring into office in this red tsunami tonight those that we bring into office will defund the fbi at the threat of even not being reelected. you the people that we bring into office need to be those kind of people or they need to be replaced if the people that we have big questions marks about like you know like dr oz and and others that we potentially even marco rubio here in florida who of course he's he's way better than his val demings who's a baby butchering monster that's who he's running up against however you know, Marco Rubio, for all intents and purposes, doesn't accomplish anything. He needs to be held accountable. He needs to vote correctly. All of these all of these people that are coming in. I, don't, I have no da- a doubt like, you know Joe Kent will vote correctly when he's elected. Blake Masters will vote correctly. Carrie Lake will govern Arizona correctly. I have no doubt with people like that. But the people who get reelected tonight, and the more lukewarm Republicans, but on that you know, on that note, on an opti- on, a, on a on an optimistic uh, you know note, you know, I did not have much much uh, hope in like Glenn Youngkin, as I thought he was, He didn't want Trump to campaign for him, which is usually strike one, two, and three for how valid of a Republican you are. But he's done a darn good job overall, with the exception of the enforcement of the law around the Supreme Court justices homes. He did not do well there. But that's one thing. Overall, he's done very, very well. Stood up to the to the pervert squads in in Virginia, trying to usher in CRT, usher, you know, usher in gender, various gender programs, you know, uh, Just the various perverted lefty leftist ideologies that he's trying transgender, you know, whatever it may be, um, transgender activism side of schools. He's done a really good job. So maybe Oz will rise. You just you never know. We don't have a lot of hope, but maybe he will. But just DeSantis blocks Merrick Garland from coming down. I just wanted to throw a few more things in with that. Right now, you actually have a lawsuit going on in Pennsylvania filed by who? Oh, it's Fetterman, and here's that name once again, Mark Elias. There's a lawsuit. What are they suing about? You always have to ask these questions. If if you're suing on behalf of certain things, what kind of ideology do do you have? Does this this absolutely determine how corrupt you are? Because what they're suing for is to keep undated and wrong-dated ballots counting. They want to make sure that ballots that have the wrong date on them are counted, and ballots that have no date on them are counted. And you're talking about some elections right now, and I believe Pennsylvania is one of them. Well, they will count ballots up to 14 days after an election, which, again, again, none of this has been approved by their state senates or their state legislatures, which, of course, makes it unconstitutional. These things were put into place unilaterally by state Supreme Courts in 2020 to steal the election from Trump. All of which you have, you have all these states like Michigan, like Pennsylvania, like Wisconsin, like Georgia, where their state legislatures are controlled by Republicans. And the only way to change voter laws in those states is to go through the legislature. And that is, that is via the United States constitution. That's not just something that somebody made up. It's not a case law. It is, it is. It is the United States Constitution. It is stated that the only way that a state can actually change its voter laws is to go through the legislation, not not via emergency COVID or medical emergencies, um, the um, Emergency Act, states of emergency, or via the Supreme Court. That is all illegal. But Mark Elias, of course, you've heard me talk about it many times on this podcast. Mark Elias met unilaterally with Brad Raffensperger in April of 2020, six months, seven months prior to the election, to make it impossible to adjudicate ballots that would need much adjudication. When you are dealing with your first mass mail-in election, you will need to be able to adjudicate ballots. In other words, you need to be able to determine whether a ballot is valid or not. Well, they made it impossible, so they just were all counted which of course you had the election shut down in the middle of the night in Atlanta because they had a water main break that turned out not to be a water main break. Then it turned into a pipe leak, which didn't turn into be turned out not to be a pipe leak. So you went from from water main leak to pipe leak to no leak, which, which the leak turned out to be a drip they shut down count you know, voting you know counting ballots in the middle of the night as usual so they could they found out the real count and they're like you know we're a couple couple 100,000 down so let's make sure we can we can manifest ballots how you manifest ballots you got to churn those babies out quickly and if they're missing dates or they're undated people like Mark Elias and John Fetterman have to make sure they're counted because they're false ballots manifested in the middle of the night by Democratic operatives. As I said earlier in the show, New Jersey, Arizona, and Texas are already, already having voting machine problems. But the good thing is this time people are taking videos and it is not going unnoticed. So hopefully we don't have to adjudicate this after an election, speaking of adjudication, look at this. Just want to show you this hypocrisy. This is political, nothing more than a mouth, mouthpiece for the Democratic Party and the globalist left. The twenty, listen, listen, listen to their commentary. The, the twenty twenty. This was put out yesterday, the day before. The twenty twenty presidential election was with was rife with allegations of voting machine hacks that were later debunked. Yet there are real risks. Now they're switching. Now that's the Republicans. Made the upper paragraph complaints. Now it's shifted to Democrats. Yet there are real risks. Why are they real now? When before they were debunked, which none of them were ever debunked. People, you'll always hear Democratic Party operatives say, "You know what? All this stuff was brought before you know judges and lawsuits, and it was they lost every they lost you know every lawsuit is all kicked out of court." No, it wasn't. They were refused to be heard because of a lack of standing. So they were never, nobody won or lost. None of these cases were actually heard, but that gets translated by the globalist leftist Goebbels media into every case was lost. There was not a win or a loss. No game was ever played. So top paragraph, all these allegations from Republicans were quote unquote debunked. But when it's Democrats, yet here's the Democratic uh, side, you know, the Democratic Party uh, paragraph. Yet there are real risks that hackers could tunnel, tunnel, that doesn't sound conspiratorial, does it? Into voting equipment and other election infrastructure to try and undermine Tuesday's vote because they know they're about to get trampled. So now they're setting it up so that they can say that this election was rife with voter fraud. But none of their stuff will ever be debunked according to their own writing. It doesn't need to be debunked because everything they claim is always a bull faced lie. Cernovich tweet, Arizona Secretary of State, I just like to throw this stuff in there just so people know what they're voting for or against. Democratic, uh, Arizona Secretary of State, Hobbs, who's now running for governor, governor uh, Democrat, governor nominee, showed up to the office 19 days in the past six months, which, by the way, that's exactly how many days Charlie Chris showed up for work in the last six months, just so you know. I just want everyone to know that. All right, switching to vaccines. Always got to cover a lot when it comes to vaccines. COVID's over. No, it's never over. It's going to go COVID to climate, climate to COVID. They'll switch back and forth unless everyone decides to stand people on the left and on the right. If people actually decide to stand, then it'll all be over, but leftists won't stand because it's ushering in their globalist control narrative news, Nancy video. This is what the data is showing. Dr. Robert Malone play it for me.
1: Do not reduce COVID-19 infection, which is treatable and not terminal. Furthermore, The most recent data demonstrates that you are more likely to become infected or have disease or even death if you've been vaccinated compared to the unvaccinated people. This is shocking to hear, but it is what the data are showing us. The data now show that these experimental gene therapy treatments can damage your children as well as yourself. They can damage your heart, your brain, your reproductive tissue and your lungs. This can include permanent damage and disablement of your immune system.
0: Now, of course, Robert W. Malone is developer of mRNA technology, holds 11 patents in that area, and is the father of mRNA technology. And he's talking, that was, that was just our intro here. Now we're going to dive deep. Another News Nancy video. You will not want to hear this conspiracy theory. Now, this is Dr. Naomi Wolf. She's not a doctor as far as medical doctor. She's, more, she's a professor. She's like a, she has a doctorate. She's a doctor like Jill Biden is a doctor, except she actually has a brain and can think. But you, you, th- this is more about what, what we're talking about here in this section. I want to kind of just lay the groundwork for a very basic groundwork with Dr. Malone there about the damages that these MRNA vaccinations can do. And now we're focusing more on the specifics and now getting into children and in, in birth and birthing mothers, p- pregnant mothers and the damage that has been done and what is now, then now the repercussions that we are beginning to see globally with children. Listen to this now, News Nancy video, you will not want to hear this quote unquote, conspiracy theory, play it for me. The
2: statement that it was safe and effective, as Dr. Victory noted, it wasn't based on any studies involving pregnant women. Pregnant women were excluded from the trials. The statement that it was safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats, followed for 42 days. The baby rats were sacrificed in in utero. They weren't allowed to get born so that the scientists could assess if they were developing normally, eating, thriving. And the scientists and doctors concluded that the fetal rats were fine. Um, Those scientists and doctors were employees and shareholders of Pfizer. In the Pfizer documents, there's a section that shows that 270 women got pregnant nonetheless, even though they were excluded from the trials. Pfizer lost the records of 232 of them. Of the 38 women whose records uh, Pfizer followed to conclusion, which they're supposed to do for all of them by law, 28 of those mothers lost their babies. 28 of 32 of them lost their babies. Um, We now know the mechanism. As I mentioned, Dr. Robert Chandler uh, broke down the uh, biodistribution, which confirms what Dr Victory referenced a Japanese Pfizer biodistribution study of over a year ago that shows indeed that the uh, materials don't stay in the injection site though all the you know spokes models swore that they did um but in fact they travel to throughout the body within 15 minutes and concentrate especially in the liver the adrenals the spleen and the ovaries but what Dr Chandler found is that in the 48 hours that this experiment lasted, and why did they cut it off at 48 hours, right? Why didn't they go on for a week or two weeks or three weeks? In the ovaries, the lipid nanoparticles and the spike protein and the mRNA just accumulate and accumulate and accumulate like 1,800 times. you know, in the ovaries. And what I want to say is lipid nanoparticles are designed to cross every membrane in the human body. They were designed to cross the blood-brain barrier and bring medicine to tumors of people with brain tumors. But, you know, healthy women who are pregnant uh, were assured that this uh, material could not affect their baby. But in fact, a, a 2018 study out of China, and China shows up a lot in in alliance with this, with Pfizer's... Um, Uh, manufacturing and distribution, um, they knew that lipid nanoparticles accumulate in the ovaries, accumulate in the testes, and affect reproduction. So what you're getting is some lipid nanoparticles and spike protein with the first injection, more in the second injection, more in the booster, more in the second booster, and we don't see any mechanism whereby this material leaves the ovaries. And now let me quickly say one more thing that's been discovered by my team. As I mentioned, lipid nanoparticles traverse every membrane in the human body. They're getting into the epididymis. They're getting into the testes. They're affecting, uh, you know, andrology showed they they drop sperm count, they drop sperm motility. But what they're doing to women is that they traverse the placenta. They traverse the placenta. And right before I got on this podcast, uh, Dr. Jim Thorpe, who's a, a gynecologist obstetrician, showed what he's seeing over and over and over these days uh, which is images of placentas riddled with calcifications riddled with calcifications and so these placentas are compromised and again i'm an english major but if you've got lipid nanoparticles traversing the placenta it's getting into the amniotic fluid it's getting into the fetal environment and you and you are you are compromising the environment of the baby and and the last thing i'm going to say is that anecdotally nurses are saying that they're inducing labor these days because it's too unsafe for vaccinated moms to give birth naturally because they're having placental uh, problems, placental rupture, the placenta is not intact. And if you're gonna send a, a, a product through the body, that by the way, is covered in polyethylene glycol, which is a petroleum byproduct, and it's getting into breast milk, which I can talk about if you like, poisoning babies of vaccinated moms, but if you're gonna send lipid nanoparticles through the body, you're compromising the placenta, which is the most important membrane that God created to protect the baby. So now we've got a baby die-off. Um, the, you know, infant mortality, neonatal mortality is up 200% in Scotland, up 34% in a hospital in Haifa. It's, uh, it's up to 86 neonatal deaths in, in Ontario, where usually they have five or six. And birth rates around the world now um, are, are have dropped in many countries twenty percent. So that is my wrap up of why, in spite of the rush, what was done to to mothers and babies is a massive
0: crime. See, like even you know liberals like Naomi Wolf, hard hard leftist. I mean, somebody who's a was a Hillary Clinton advocate has woken up. She was she was talking about vaccine passports. Before just about anybody, the only people that were talking about vaccine passports at the same time she was were people like Steve Bannon, myself and a few other Alex Jones and a few other people that Rodney Howard Brown and a few other people that actually could you know, read the tea leaves and actually see what was happening. So it's amazing the enlightenment that she has gone through because she's actually can spot the tyranny. She actually sees through it. It's amazing because most leftists cannot see tyranny through their agenda. They're like, you know what, we're going to use tyranny to usher in our agenda. And once our agenda is ushered in via tyranny, all that tyranny will go away and leave me alone, and then we're going to be free to be a bird or a bee. That's what they think. She knows that it never works that way. That's what Hitler promised. That's what Mao promised. That's what Stalin promised. You know what, we're going to use tyranny to usher in a liberal freedom. That's what they say. You know, that, that's what they're, that we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be racist to eradicate racism. We are going to take away all your rights. And then if you're vaccinated, we're going to give you all the rights we stole back. She can actually see through it. She knows that she doesn't want the people that, that are globalist leftists. These globalist leftists are not free to be a birder, or be uh pot smoking, tie dye wearing Liberals. These people are Mao-style progressives. I hate to even use the word progressives because that makes them sound like they're actually progressing towards something. They're pres- yeah, they're progressing towards the antichrist spirit. That's for sure. But these are hardcore leftist, Stalinist, communist, socialists, and they're only socialists and communists for you. They will be free. They'll live however, however they want behind their giant walls with their guns. Eating ribeyes where you're eating, uh, you know, soy patties and uh, bug pucks and things like that. They'll be eating ribeyes. But, you know, she actually can see through it, which is amazing. So here's Naomi Wolf, and she's on all the time on things, on some of the podcasts that I watch, like Steve Bannon. Just a quick synopsis here. Now, we all heard it. And again, you know, everybody came out, the Atlantic article, everybody keeps talking about it. And we should continue to talk about it. Atlantic article, which is a leftist globalist uh, rag, came out and said it's contributed to by leftist globalist rhinos. So it's, it, they, it, they put out the uh, air of bipartisanship, but that's actually just, that's actually complete fraud. It's, it's, a le- it's leftist. But all these rhinos are leftists anyway. The Lindsey Grahams of the world, the Mitch McConnells, they're all leftists that are just putting on a show. And I won't digress into that tonight because I've been talking about it a lot lately. But but the leftist journal comes out, The Atlantic comes out and says, how about we all enter into a pandemic amnesty? Because all of us who force vaccines, close businesses, ruin lives, cause the suicide rate to go up, to go through the roof, destroyed people's immune systems with vaccines, lockdowns, masking, social distancing, destroyed people's lives, destroyed uh, children's uh, pre-adolescent development, which they can never get back, Costing t- students two years of their lives, which they can never get back. You no, know we did all those things because you know what? We didn't know any better. Now, if they were to have approached it at that time as optional, because they didn't know any better, but instead they came in in total uh, uh, surety. They were fully and totally convinced. Be- and they were never convinced because they weren't, they were convinced in their agenda. They were never convinced by any sort of facts or data. They had an agenda like, you know what? We can, for- we can we can force a fraudulent election. We can force in our globalist leftist agenda, lay the groundwork for D- CBDCs using vaccine passports. We can do all of that right now. We can-, we can We can expedite the leftist agenda. That's what they were convinced of. But they acted like they came in and said, you know what? We are sure of these things. This, this vaccine is safe and effective. Masking stops transmission. Uh, the vaccine stops transmission infection. We are completely and totally sure. That's how they were. So sure we're willing to destroy your life. So sure, we're willing to kill you. So sure, we're willing to allow your relatives, your, your older relatives to die alone in nursing homes. We are so sure that we are coming in under government dictate and mandate that, you know, that these things will work. We're gonna mandate them and we're going to dictate them to you. Now, where is the removal of the dictates and the mandates if it is, they, want, they want a... a a COVID amnesty a clemency so to speak they want that because they didn't know any better then if they didn't know any better now that they do why haven't they removed their mandates and dictates why is it you can't why is it that the vaccine uh requirement has been extended through january 23rd to enter into the united states of america we in china and a few other small countries are the only ones that have a vaccine requirement that's another thing we have in, in common with China us and uh, Ch- us China and five other countries are the only countries on the planet that will abort babies after 18 months great to have things in common with China always oh, great that's a sign of greatness if you have something in China if you have something in common with people who are conducting as we speak medical experiments on human beings raping them murdering them hauling them off in concentration concentration style. Uh, trains with their with a with blindfold zip their hands zip tied behind their backs you want to have something in common with people like that well we do we abort babies like they do and we ushered in tyranny like they do and we also now have a vaccine mandate we can't enter into this country without being vaccinated because you know you want to stop transmission infection but the vaccination that you're using to stop transmission infection doesn't stop transmission infection so what's the point of the mandate? There isn't. But that, that, again, if it's nonsensical and illogical. That means, of course, that it's nefarious. But so that, you know, that, that, that's what's happening. That's what's happening right now. But you know, back to Naomi, Naomi Wolf. So she says in the studies here, and what my point was with all that, was they come out with these safe and effective. They, they want amnesty now. But yet they're still sticking with safe and effective. They're still saying that about these vaccines. And they came out, remember, they said, yeah, for pregnant women, it's safe and effective, safe and effective. The, the daunting three word, words, safe and effective for, for pregnant women. The only problem is, as with the recent boosters, they have no human trials where you have eight mice in the Pfizer trial and 10 mice in the Moderna trial, which was, the, those are the trials that were used for FDA EUA approval. Now, again, we have no truly FDA-approved vaccine to this day, 31 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. But they, they said that these vaccines were safe and effective for pregnant women, but there was no women in the study. They used eight rats for that determination. What they did was they vaccinated eight pregnant rats, and before the rats were even born, they extricated the rat, the, the rat embryo, the rat preborn baby out of the mother. You know, and it, of course, was dead. And then said, hey, look at that. Nothing wrong with that guy. And that's what they used. You're like, Tom, that's right. No, no, no. This is in their data that they've been forced to remove. But again, why would any Christian, why would any conservative, why would any human being take a vaccine from a company? that is trying to keep the development of said vaccine confidential for 75 years just like the FBI is trying to keep confidential for 66 years their reasons for deeming the Hunter Biden laptop type russian disinformation they don't want that to come out for 66 years nothing no, there's you know there, there's nothing to be suspicious about when somebody wants to keep something confidential for 66 years that's at least somewhat controversial or something that's very controversial but this is all in their data This is all in the pharmaceutical companies data right here. They used eight rats and they didn't even take the pregnancies to fruition. They didn't check, they didn't allow the rats to have their babies and then check the baby six, eight months later to see how they were doing. No, 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 they injected them. They injected the pregnant rat mother and then extricated the baby out and said, you know, before the long before the baby was born and said, hey, the baby looks normal to us. Oh, well, safe and effective. It's very similar to their latest booster trials, which Joe Biden is out there. They're bivalent. They love to put those words in front of it. it makes it sound really scientific and, you know, and, and uh, you know, very you know very medical, whatever, maybe using you know medical terms, are bivalent booster. They like to do that. Well, that's predicated on eight mice tested by Pfizer. Pfizer said, hey, you know what's great is that the, in these eight mice, which don't have an immune system anywhere close to a human being, in these eight mice, you know, nobody caught COVID. The only problem is, is none of the mice were, were ever exposed to COVID. So your odds of catching COVID when you're never expect, never exposed to COVID are 100%. But, and then they deemed it safe and effective. And then Moderna comes out and deems they're safe and effective after all 10 of their mice caught COVID post-vaccination. Safe and effective. So no women were in this were in this study, but because they kicked them – they. They lost all the records for 232 pregnant women that were in the study. There was, there was actually more than that because there's actually 264 women in the study. But for some odd reason, Pfizer lost the records of two. No, I wonder why it is they wanted to keep their vaccine development confidential for 75 years. Strange, isn't it? Because they actually had 264 women in the trial, 232 Of the the records of those women are, so 232 out of 264, all their records were lost. That's strange, isn't it? But lo and behold, 32 women did get pregnant who were vaccinated. And what's strange is, is that 28 of those 32 women lost their babies. So really, 232, 232 records, 232 women's records were lost. I mean, out of 264, so who knows what happened there? But only so, really, you can go four babies that we know of out of 264 survived the vaccine trial because they lost the records of 232, and, and 32 out of 20 is basically 95, 98%. So think about that. So really, if you were to break that down to 264 pregnancies, and it goes at that same rate of about 98%, about 250 of the 264 were dead. Babies were lost. If it all went along those lines, which I'm sure it did. But, but those records are lost. Those are all lost, of course, right? It's amazing. It's like Hillary Clinton accidentally smashed all of her phones. You know, accidentally. Accidentally deleted 30,000 emails. None of these people are facing. You know, we got we to gotta make sure that our DOJ goes after Steve Bannon for ignoring an illegal subpoena. Peter Navarro for ignoring an illegal subpoena. Got to make sure that they are arrested. Peter, B- I mean uh, Steve Bannon's prison sentence just got delayed for appeals. His three-month prison sentence for doing absolutely nothing wrong. Peter Navarro did absolutely nothing wrong. They're operating, they're you know they're operating under the auspices of the law. But whatever. I don't have time to get into that. Now another part. Na- Naomi Naomi Wolf throughout the body. Then they claim that. All of these nanoparticles, these S-spike proteins, they all stay localized at the ejection site. That's a bold-faced lie, of course. They spread throughout the body in 15 minutes, loading up the liver with nanoparticles. you hearing a lot about nanoparticles recently. Loading up the adrenal glands with nanoparticles. Loading up the spleen, which fights infections. Strange. What can't... Vaccinated people do very well if at all loads up the spleen which fights infections and all of the people that want to lower the earth's population it loads up the ovaries with nanoparticles loads up the testicles with nanoparticles strange isn't it and it loads it up they don't go away you just get more and more of a nanoparticle load with more the more shots that you get Which leads us into the next video, Constance A. video, many newborns of vaccinated mothers suffer with Vades. This is the doctor that Naomi Wolf just mentioned, mentioned Dr. James Thorpe, play for me.
1: Seeing a difference, by the way, in the delivery of babies and the health of the babies, this could be for either one of you, we'll start with you, Dr. Thorpe, between the babies that are born by unvaccinated mothers versus those that have been injected?
3: Yes. Absolutely, Stu. Uh, there is so much avalanche of data from all over the world that I've reviewed. And I think I should, uh, sent you uh, my slide deck uh, PowerPoint. I mean, we're talking about birth rates declining all over the world. All the different countries of the world, I sent you those slides. Uh, catastrophic loss in birth rate, increase in miscarriage, Increase in severe preeclampsia, increase in fetal malformations, increase in fetal death in the womb, increase in fetal cardiac arrest, fetal cardiac malformation, placental thrombosis. We're seeing a significant increase in preterm delivery. We're seeing of uh, the, uh, the babies that do survive. I'm seeing significant increase in abnormal outcomes. My main concern with these babies, and I hope that it's not permanent, is VADS. VAIDS, V-A-I-D-S, V-A-I-D-S Vaccine Induced Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. These children cannot, these babies, these newborns cannot mount, they don't have a normal immune system. They are at increased risk for death and dying from autoimmune disease, from blood clot, from cardiac arrhythmias, and and also from cancers and from opportunistic infections, it's a bloody disaster.
0: So you go from that. Now they're laying out the groundwork for this. in the prior, in the prior video from Naomi Wolf, you've got tra- uh, tra- the, these nanoparticles traverse the placenta, and we've already we've shown the images on this podcast before the calcifications on the placenta and now you have all of these kids being born with vaids which is acquired immunodeficiency, uh, uh is vaccine induced Now, induced is what got confusing to me when i used to talk about vaids because i had it down vaccine acquired immunodeficiency syndrome but but there's an induced in there so that's not really covered by the vaids it needs to be actually v-i-a-i-d-s but that's too hard to say so it's vaccine-induced, which is basically the first V stands for two words, vaccine-induced acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. And that, of course, was gy- uh, gynecological specialist Dr. James Thorpe. So you have these nanoparticles that actually transverse the placenta causing these calcifications. Then you have these babies that are born basically with AIDS, That where you see acquired immunodeficiency syndrome Vades, that's AIDS. These kids are born. Now, it's not caused by HIV, but, they're, but it's actually HIV is the virus that leads to AIDS. These kids skip the virus and go right to AIDS because their parents have destroyed. And here's the thing. And I'm about to get into this. Their DNA has been altered. They wouldn't pass on to their children no immune system, unless their genetic material had been mRNA altered, you wouldn't pass it on. If it was just some sort of hyperimmune response that stays within your own immune system, when you actually have a baby, it wouldn't be passed along to your child. But if your genetic material has been MRNA altered and then you have a baby, it shall be passed on to the baby. And we're seeing kids born like this. We've never even, did you ever even heard of AIDS? I mean, have you ever heard of AIDS before? Ever? And people are still gonna walk around justifying their vaccinations. I know people in my life right now that are conservatives. They will vote for Ron DeSantis today. They're going to vote for Marco Rubio, Vern Buchanan today, and they should, but they're still defending their vaccine position. Even like Ben Shapiro has come out and said, well, I was lied to. I'm pissed. You know, they said that it's, it, it would stop transmission infection. And it didn't. Yeah. But what about all this, Ben? He doesn't want to talk about it because his body has been injected in his wife's body and his parents' bodies. All conservatives we were vaccinated with an mRNA vaccination propagated by leftists. Why would you ever listen to somebody who claims to hold the science in their hands, who butchers the unborn and can't determine what a man or a woman is? Why would you ever take their vaccination? Why would you ever take a vaccination from somebody who doesn't know what the cause of inflation is? Why would you ever, why would you ever do that? But that's what everybody did, and now you have these repercussions that we've never seen before. You have never seen kids born with VATES. We've never seen adults with SADS. The, you know the two symptoms of SADS from Mark Stein. You're walking around, you're perfectly fine. The next minute, you're dead. That's the SADS. That's the total. That is the total disease spectrum. And as you've heard me say over the last four podcasts. Half of the athletes tested in the Big Ten had undetected myocarditis. And myocarditis, severe myocarditis, it has two symptoms. You're walking around completely fine, and then you drop dead. We have kids now being born with VADS. They have no autoimmune syndrome. I mean, they don't have any autoimmune uh, uh, immunity. They don't have an immune system anymore. They know, I mean, and and the doctor, Dr. James Thorpe says, he hopes that it's temporary, but nobody knows. You know why? Because normally you take 10 to 15, 16 years to develop a vaccine that then gets many more years um, of research being done by the FDA when the FDA actually actually had morality, when they actually had credibility. Then you had the FDA panels where all the doctors were calling and none of that. That's all off the table now. You think that... The FDA went and approved the bivalent fifth booster, fifth shot. You think they had their FDA panels and panels? Absolutely not. They didn't. It just went to uh, Anthony Fauci's wife's bioethics section of the NIH, and she said, safe and secure, safe and effective, based on a total of 18 mice with two pharmaceutical companies half of which were never exposed to COVID-19. Safe and Why is this? Because it's all about controlling you. It's all about getting to the vaccine passport. So far, it's been slowed. Can I say we've defeated it? Not yet. Tonight will be a big step. What we find out over the next, you know, it should be, right, you know, in the next two, three hours, it should be done everywhere. This is the United States of America. In the next two, three hours, the entire, everybody in the Central Eastern time zone, should know the outcome of their elections. And then by two o'clock in the morning, we should know everybody in the West too. If, if we were an actual functioning first world country, but we're not because we're controlled by globalist lecti- uh, globalist le- uh, leftist uh, sycophants, which is the Democratic Party. So they have to they have to obscure elections. That's all part of a color revolution, obscure elections. This is gonna take days to figure this one out. Didn't take days to figure it out in 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 1987, whatever, 86, 85, whatever. Never took, never took days. This is going to take weeks, according, according to leftists days, according to Biden. They're talking about a red mirage tonight. It's all out all over Twitter and social media. The red mirage. Don't anybody, the left, the leftists are coming out and saying, don't let anybody fall for the Don't anybody fall for the, 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 the red mirage. In other words, when the actual votes are counted and it shows that the Republicans have won, that's a mirage because you know what? That's only, that's only the determining factor of how many votes we need to manifest in the next couple days because it's going to take days to figure it out. In the next couple days to make sure that we overcome the real election, the valid election, the valid ballot uh, uh, count. They have to do that. And again, I, I keep digressing, but it's election day, so I guess I'm allowed. But I always digress. So that so this is what we have going on. We have you know we have Vates, which again is vaccine induced acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, which by the way did not exist at least in mass did not exist. So it's a kid occasionally born without an immune system. It always happens, but we didn't see this in mass ever, ever until the introduction of what exactly? All right, let's go on to the next one. Janie video, clotting of arteries just does not happen this has not been seen in the last 150 years of embalmers reports play for me
1: but there's a very strong pathology group out of germany which is analyzing all of this and i've seen their slides and the slides show this incredible what they call lymphocytic reaction lymphocytosis reaction to the vaccine this is only to the vaccine that they're looking at the entire lymphatic system lymphocytosis system of your body all the lymphocytes they're driven crazy by the presence of what's on this vaccine and they're driven so crazy that they start tearing into the spleen or tearing into the wall of the aorta or tearing into the kidney doing ridiculous things to multiple organs and the dead people and believe me these are dead people that the pathologists are looking at some of the dead people have horrific lymphocytic changes in their brain some it's the heart some it's the aorta some it's the spleen some it's ovaries horrific changes in the ovaries and the reproductive systems of women and it's it's horrible to look at under the microscope and this again is in vaccine treated people who have died suddenly and these changes these lymphocytosis changes have never been seen before of this type and in multiple organs of this type. This has never been seen before. This is what these expert pathologists say. This only came out in 2021 and only in vaccinated, deceased people. The other thing that they've never seen before, and this is quite different than a lymphocytosis damaging your aorta or other organs or your brain, this is a stringy clotting of your arteries. It's normal post-mortem to find some clots in veins. It's not any number of diseases that cause you to die and to have a certain kind of pooling of blood and have some clots in your veins. To have clots in your arteries virtually never happens. To have actual clots in your actual arteries of your body, which are the high pressure vessels leaving your heart, going out, which you can't afford to cut because you'll bleed to death in two minutes if you cut a major artery. Well, arteries don't have clots in them.
0: The headline out of this out of this video is arteries don't clog. Yes, you have you have uh, cardiac veins, veins running in and out of the heart that clog, but arteries, the actual pumps, never clog. And the reason why they're clogging is because of this picture right here. These things have never been seen before. This is all brand new. Again, I quote. This has not been seen in the last 150 years by embalmers. They don't see these white strings. These really aren't even clots. They're actually more like fibrous tumors that are perfectly formed inside of the veins of people who are vaccinated. They're not finding these in the unvaccinated. And they're not finding arteries clogged in the unvaccinated. They're finding arteries clogged for the first time in history. In the post-mortem autopsies and embalming of the vaccinated, not the unvaccinated, the vaccinated. Why? But going back to Naomi Wolf's video, because one, I want to make sure that I use, if I can find it, You, it's over here. I use the verbiage that she uses because one shot after another. All these nano, these nanolipid particles, these lipo nanoparticles spread throughout the body in 15 seconds. You get a bunch of them your first shot and they land in the liver, the adrenals, the spleen, the testes, the ovaries, the placenta of pregnant women causing the calcifications. They, they, they land there. They accumulate in those areas. Again, very strangely affecting testes. Ovaries, people who want to lower the Earth's population are lowering the Earth's population using these vaccines, which Bill Gates said he wanted to do in TED Talk. I want to lower the Earth's population using vaccines. And so that and then so you get a bunch of them landing in these areas on VAX 1, and then more on Vax 2, more in Vax 3, more in Vax 4. Could it be that the accumulation of all of these nanoparticles are actually forming into these cystic fibrous? perfectly form-fitted inside the veins of the vaccinated fibrous tumors that they're calling clots? Could it be the accumulation of S-spike protein nan- nanolipid particles are causing things that have never been seen before when we've never injected people with these mRNA gene-altering vac- vaccinations before? Strange coincidence, isn't it? Here's another one. Now, listen, the past, the last video I just showed you was doctor, Dr. Chris Shoemaker, and now we've got M.I. and M.I.T. scientists. How long does it take for M.R.N.A. to be converted into DNA Play for me. And
1: so the other thing is the reverse transcription, which is that the, the paper you've mentioned, uh, that was truly amazing because they had these uh, liver cancer cells and they and they grew in vitro. They they had them in culture in vitro and they basically transfected them with the spike protein like essentially gave them the vaccine, you could say. And they took up the mRNA from the nanoparticles and they made spike protein. And, but they took the mRNA and turned it into DNA very quickly. They, they After six hours, they started seeing DNA, a DNA version of the RNA that was in the vaccine. Which is really remarkable because you see these fact checkers who say ha 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 you know these people are saying that this rna can get converted into dna in the cell no way that doesn't happen don't worry about it these guys showed it happens in six hours
0: With- so you never want to you know take a mit a doc, dr stephanie seneff you never want to take an mit scientist too seriously but you know all these people whether it's james thorpe whether it's naomi wolf robert malone Uh, Dr. Ryan Cole, Peter McCullough, Charles Hoff, Simone Gold, all of which have actually looked under microscopes and studied all this stuff. You would want to take those people more seriously than those who have never looked under a microscope who are following the science, though, right? Never want to, you know, people like our current Surgeon General, current uh, COVID Task Force uh, leader, you know, uh, Rochelle Walensky, of the CDC, Anthony Fauci of the NIAID, you know, never, none of them have ever, ever looked or studied any of these things at all. Or if they have, then they've either never studied it and are speaking out of pure ignorance or have studied it and are speaking agenda-driven lies, which is stupidity. So they're either ignorant or stupid. Those are your choices. And there is no C. It's A, ignorant, B, stupid with no other option. That's who these people are. So she's saying that this mRNA is converted into DNA. Well, how does that line up? Well, that lines up with what, their, what Dr. James Thorpe said in the video that I just showed you about vades. If it, if it becomes DNA, if a, parent's, if a parent's immune system has been genetically altered, their genetic material has been genetically altered. In other words, as Dr. Stephanie Snaff says, mRNA quickly becomes DNA, that's how kids are born with the same immunodeficiency as their vaccinated parents. Those poor vaccinated parents who did not have an immunodeficiency before now do because mRNA has been turned into DNA. That DNA was then transferred to their unborn child and now their born child under the acronym of VAIDS. There you go. That's the truth. All of this is the truth. If it, if it doesn't you know make you live at peace on the inside because you're vaccinated, it's still true. If it aggravates you, still true. I, listen, I hope nobody ever gets sick and nobody ever dies before their time. But we are facing an apocalyptic time because the vaccine affects are one to seven years. One to seven years. Capillary blood clotting. You need to get a D-dimer test immunodeficiencies ADE antibody dependent enhancement syndrome where you cannot that's the adult version of AIDS you do not have the the ability to fight off any virus that's why you've had more people dying of covid post vaccination post vaccine rollout than pre vaccine rollout because everybody who's received the vaccination doesn't have an immune system anymore because their genes have been all Turd and they are producing kids with altered genes. PLC tweet: Taiwan is the fifth most boosted nation on earth. Well, they have to be totally uh, COVID free then. They're the Taiwan is the fifth most boosted country on the planet. Yes, they are their own country. In my, I don't believe in the one China policy. Taiwan is the fifth most boosted nation on the earth. Essentially, every adult has been boosted, even right, and yet they are current. And yet they also currently have the highest case rate on the earth and the second highest COVID death rate. Those burst boosters are working like a charm. And yet you'll see this data, which is irrefutable and indisputable. And then Joe Biden comes out and urges people to take vaccines. Why would that be? Because he is an operative of this man. This man is, is Noah Harari, Yavel Noah Harari. Of the World Economic Forum, they love to invite Joe Biden to the World Economic Forum. He is a World Economic Forum puppet, World Economic Forum acolyte, CCP, which is the World Economic Forum. That's the enforcement arm and the financial arm of the World Economic Forum, along with with you know the London with, with the financial institutions in London and the uh, uh, you know financial institutions also inside the United States. But these people, the reason why you see data come out that is absolutely indisputable and irrefutable, the reason you come out and you, you see Joe Biden, post-vaccine rollout, has three or four times the amount of COVID deaths because people can't fight off COVID anymore because they have ADE. It used to be about an 80, I mean, it used to be a, you know a, about 76% of people who caught COVID didn't even know they had it, still at 99.9% survival rate. Well, that's going down. And then they'll blame COVID and actually say it's getting worse. It's actually getting much, uh, it's becoming a far less virulent illness. But more people are dying of it. As it becomes less deadly, more and more people are dying of it because they don't have the ability to fight off the vaccine. So you see it, they don't have the ability to fight off the virus because of the vaccine. So you see this data come out. Twice as many people have died of COVID in Australia in 2022 than 2021 and 2020 combined. Same thing. Same thing in New Zealand. But you still, you see all these people come out with, you know, of course, Bill Gates and, you know, the vaccine pimp and whore that he is because he profits from them. And he's a leftist, globalist, totalitarian who wants to control your life. Leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government. So why do they, after this data comes out, and we know that it's all true, Taiwan, fifth most boosted Second highest COVID deaths, fifth high, uh, first in, in case for the, the worst case rate on the globe, second worst death rate on the globe. And they're the fifth most boosted Strange, isn't it? So the data comes out, it's confirmed nine out of 10 COVID deaths and ho- hospitalizations in Canada are vaccinated people. And that's the same everywhere. That's why the CDC is hiding the data inside the United States. So you have that data come out. It's indisputable, indis, indisputable, irrefutable. So why do they still come out and tell you to get vaccinated? They know the data. Or or again, Hosea 4.6, they're either destroyed for lack of knowledge or rejecting knowledge. Either way, you're destroyed. It's either purposely rejecting it for a narrative or they don't know. So again, you have either stupid or ignorant with no no third choice. So why do they keep pimping and whoring the vaccine when they potentially – know it or it you know, again, they could know it or they could be ignoring it, but let's just for the sake of conversation, they know the data they did because they do. So why would they still push everyone to take another vaccine? Knowing how deadly these things are, knowing the stats that are coming out from every country's version of a CDC, the stats are coming out. If you want to be hospitalized or die of COVID, get vaccinated numerous times. That's the truth. They know it. So why are they continuing to tell you to get vaccinated? Because they are finger puppets for this man who is a finger puppet, who is a chief advisor of Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. Play for me, Tommy.
4: COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously surveillance was mainly above the skin, now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, above all they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What What is our medical condition? Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the the power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions, like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite, disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they they have this soul or spirit and they have free will, and nobody knows what's happening inside me, so whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket,
0: this is my free will, that's over. Just know this as a vaccinated conservative, a mask-wearing conservative, COVID-caving conservative, Covid caving Christian, Covid capitulating compliant Christian, conservative, vax conservative, vax Christian, mass Christian, social distance Christian, and slash conservative, conservative Christian on everyone. That that's who you received your marching orders for from Yavil Noah Harari of the World Economic Forum, who calls the death burial burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ fake news. That's who you received your marching orders from. The reason why, with all the data coming out, showing the side effect and side effects and deaths from this vaccination, VADES with kids, ADE with adults, capillary blood clotting, people dropping dead, 28 times the death of athletes now that we've ever had before. Never had VADES before, never had SADS before. They know all of this and they tell you to keep getting vaccinated so that they can control you, leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That is the point of it all. Short show tonight, got a revival going on here at the here at the church. Make sure you stay with us. You can find The Revival on other other of our platforms. You'll be able to figure out as the, as the night wears on. I don't know them all by heart in my head right now, but you'll be able to figure it out. So short one tonight, just 60-something minutes of fury. Back Thursday for a full election recap, 90 minutes or even maybe more, 90 minutes of fury on Thursday. God bless you all. See you then.
4: If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to tomlightly.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.
0: I stand unequivocally on the word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything. Protection? The Bible. Church? The Bible.